Hi, this is Becca, and you're listening to Thundercast. Today we're here with Mr. Joseph Rodriguez, the new band director at Eastern Green. So tell us something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. That most people don't know? See, I'm not that very, I'm not that interesting, and a lot of people know a lot about me, but I'll say that I'm very accident prone, even though I've never broken a bone in my body. That's interesting. I've never broken a bone in my body either, so I find it weird. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Lafayette, Indiana, with uh, about 15 minutes away from Purdue's campus. So I am a Boilermaker fan at heart. So coming down to IU country has been really scary, especially during March Madness. Comparing to your school in Lafayette to Eastern, do you see any similarities? Similarities? Mm -hmm. Kids are kids. I went to a 4-5A high school uh, compared to a 1-2A school that Eastern is. I had about 100 more kids graduate with me than Eastern does in its entire population. So it's been a big culture shock, but I, I'm learning to adapt, and it's it's been really fun. That's interesting. Going to a different, like, bigger school, comparing to Eastern, like, I know you said it was shocking, but it being, like, smaller, do you think it's better? In some ways. Uh, I feel like the kids know, all know each other more and are willing to do a lot of things together and... Um, and in a big high school, it's not really like that. Like we have our own little cliques and, but during my graduation, I apparently grew up with like a hundred more kids that I've never seen before in my life. But another big thing about going from a big high school to a small high school is that every, here at Eastern, pretty much everyone does everything. So if you're in one extra curricular, you're in about five. At my high school, you could have really just been in one. It was still time consuming, but it was, they had the people to do, you know, spread it out. When you were in high school or college, is there any teachers that pushed you into the teaching direction? Yeah. So I'm actually going to go back to my junior high experience, my seventh, my seventh and eighth grade, both social studies teachers really enjoyed the way that they taught. They had a lot of, they had a fun learning environment and social studies was not a place that I thrived. But I enjoyed it immensely just because of the environment that they gave. And then I grew up around band my entire life. My sister played flute. My older brothers were in the high school band. So it was just pretty much like, oh, yeah, you're going to be in band. And then joining my my middle school band directors and my high school band directors were all very influential in my life. And hence why I am where I am today. Okay. If your siblings didn't do band, do you think you would have done something else? I See, that's a hard question because I really don't know. I probably would have done more sports. I was more band-oriented, but I did play football for a little bit, and I enjoyed it. But I don't know because if my si- uh, whatever my siblings did, my mom just kind of was like, oh, yeah, you could do that. And I was like, I don't know anything else, so I'll just do it. And I, I just really enjoyed it. So I, don't, I actually don't know what I would do if I wasn't in band, if my siblings weren't. Okay. Since you were in high school not so long ago, is there a student that reminds you of your high school self? And if there is, why? <laughs> my high school self, I kind of kept to myself. I had, I had a group of friends, but I was the band kid. I was in a lot of band classes and any, any core class that I was in, it was just all that. And I can't think of a kid right now, but I'm sure there is one. Okay. Being fresh out of college and new to teaching, is there a way you balance your personal life to your work life? I haven't figured that part out yet, but I do have a lot of friends in Indianapolis because they're still in college. 
And there are days where, like weekends, we, I go up there, have a good time, go back to uh, restaurants we used to eat at in college, or just hang out at their house or something like that. But down here, I, I'm busy a lot. And so whenever I get home, I just like to relax. Okay. That leads me to my next question. What are some of your hobbies you do other than relaxing? So all my hobbies include relaxing, like watching Netflix. I'm watching TikToks a lot. That's my big app thing on my phone, social media in general. Over quarantine, I was really into exercising. And I want to get back into that, but that's something that has gone to the wayside. Since this is your first year of teaching, is there anything you wish you knew before you went into teaching? I, I was pretty well prepared going into teaching. I knew that there was a lot of extra things that went on behind the scenes that weren't standing in front of kids telling them how to play instruments or teaching them music theory or something like that. So I was well prepared. I wish I had a better work-life balance plan instead of just trying to figure it out as I go. But you live and you learn. And so that's all I care about right now. Yeah. Out of all the schools you could have picked, what made you pick Eastern? So Eastern, um, I knew about Eastern because I've actually, I actually knew two former band directors, Mr. Aaron Burkhart, who is now at Pike High School, and Mr. Jeremiah Bose, who is now at Greensburg High School. Uh, Mr. Burkhart, um, I met through a friend because he was actually in his, uh, she was actually in his band at Pike, and I met him in high school. And we, uh, since Pike was n not that far from Butler, I went to Pike and taught lessons and built a relationship with him, and almost student taught with him. But that didn't work out. And then Mr. Bose went to my high school in Lafayette and knew my older siblings. And so I, when I saw the job open up, I was like, oh, yeah, I know that school. So it was uh, at first a job just to apply. And then I got the interview, had an interview with Mr. Kirkendall, Mr. Drummond, Mr. Buskirk, and really liked the environment and the vibe that they got from me and I got from them and uh, the next day I was offered the job and then the next day I accepted it after a long discussion with everybody. In your student student teaching years, is there any memories a student did that like really stuck with you? Do we want funny memories or like sad memories or like interesting memories? It's up to you. Okay. So uh, one of the very first days of student teaching, I was at Warren Central High School and this kid who I only saw once and I think he's transferred to online but all he just kind of disappeared from the face of the earth. He played baritone and he was like, my baritone is like gargling, which normally means there's water in it. And so we were like, oh, okay. And so we were like, and he was like, I can't get the water out. So how you do that is you, you turn it and then he turns it and like the entire Pacific Ocean comes out of his baritone. And we're <laughs> like, what did you do? And he's just like, I left it in the rain. And we're like, Okay. And so that was, that was an interesting thing. It was like day three and I was like, all right, kids, kids are kids. Another memory from Warren was the band room actually got a renovation and it was starting to like week three of student teaching. And right before they started and we moved into the auditorium as our makeshift classroom, we threw all of the junk off of the like they had a little balcony area that was a storage closet that like they didn't use anymore so we like threw cabinets and threw drawers and everything of just things and just watching it break from like 20 feet it was, it was pretty great that sounds really fun since you're a teacher it comes with fun stuff but it also comes with failures failure have you had any failures and what did you learn from it? I fail every day. I feel like I can always improve on something and that's the mentality I need to continue to grow and 
always learn. I know that there's someone out there that's better than me. And so I, and some of them I know. And so I ask them questions and be like, Hey, this didn't really work out today. Like, why can't I get my clarinets to play this type of note? Uh, I'm like, I can do it. And I did this, but when I tell them to do this, why, why can't I, why can't they do it? And one, they're 11 and two, uh, it's two, they don't have the experiences that I do as someone that has been playing their instrument for as long as they've been alive. So ha- figuring figuring out ways to get to younger kids and having them understand in a way that I do is pretty interesting and something that I try to figure out every day. But I, like I said, I fail pretty much every day, but that's just, that's just the way I roll. And I'm, I don't, I don't get bugged down about it unless it's like I fail every single time and I like feel like I did nothing right. But I, I'm one of those people that always think about literally everything that happened. So I like anytime I sit in my car, sit in my office, do any work, I think about ways that I could do it differently. And then I try those the next day and nine times out of 10, it works. Which leads me into my next question. When it gets hard or when you feel like you can't move on, what keeps you going? What's your motivation? I always talk to my friends in indie that are um, either going through the same thing as me, like they're also band directors or music teachers, or they're going to be within the next year or two. And they're always just like, dude, you have nothing to worry about. Like no one was worried about you getting a job. No one's worried about you in the field. Like you have nothing to worry about. And so they always kind of reality, like slap me back into reality and which is, which is very helpful. But yeah, that's, that's it. That's a good thing. Since this is your first year of teaching, is it what you thought it would be? Yes and no. I'm in a very interesting situation. Last year's band couldn't really do anything because of COVID. And so I feel like I'm kind of starting where I was when I was student teaching and we had that shutdown, but it was extended big time because they didn't really play that often. And so trying to get the basics back in even like 18 year olds to trying to like have eighth graders be caught up and be prepared to come into the high school band uh, the next year has been challenging. And that's in a way that like, I feel like I fail every day, bringing back to that question, because it's just so hard. But the circumstances is what pretty much every single band program is going through, especially the ones that could not play last year. I'm figuring out things as a first year teacher, but I know that things if you guys were able to play last year, it would have been different. Since you're a new teacher, what is something you're most proud of being first year? So the marching band, uh, it was my first time ever leading a marching band. I've been on marching band staffs before, never as the director. We had nine kids. We had three wind players. We had a trumpet, a clarinet, and a tenor saxophone. And that's not normally the best way of doing band, but we figured it out. Six guard members, also not the best way of doing marching band. Uh, that's a big ratio difference. That's not very good. But we did the normal competitive season that they did over the summer. The kids worked really hard, and they were rewarded by getting a higher score and a higher placement. And then what they did when they had a real, real normal competition season back in 2019, and being a part and like leading them to that, it was a very good thing and really started my career on a high note instead of and me pushing through and making it happen for the kids and seeing the excitement of a normal marching band season for them was very inspiring to me. That's good. Did you guys win? We did not win, but they won in their hearts. That's good. Being a student and then being a teacher, do you see any similarities or like how your teachers felt giving them a break? 
I definitely understand how all my band directors feel. I had a lot of friends that were like the class clown and like they were the they were the kids that understood a lot of things so they got bored and wanted the attention on them because all that stuff. And so I see I see those kids and I'm like, "Okay, I understand. I understand what the struggles that they went through. I understand the stress that they were under." all those things. And then as a student, I was a student leader. And so a lot of the things that I teach, like the way things break things down, I learned while like just doing that with my peer next next to me. What is the best thing about being a teacher so far? I really like um, the way that kids get my subject because my subject is a little more difficult and not something that they are used to doing consistently. Um, and so when kids are understanding and when I ask questions and they remember and retain the knowledge, it's like, oh, I am doing a good job. And I am, you are remembering these things and I'm happy about it. And I like to have fun in a lot of my classes. And so when they joke around and say stuff and say stuff that make me laugh and just would get a break from, you know, the school stress or like the stress of a concert or contest or whatever, it, it, it's a good, it's a good time. So far, have you learned anything from your students that you'll use in future teaching? Uh, I use student feedback a lot, and especially the ones that have been around a lot. I use their use their input a lot, and it's things that I wanted to do but didn't know how exactly it worked. Like one of the first weeks of high school band, a senior comes up to me and says, hey, we should do sectionals to, so that we can really understand our parts. I'm like, yeah, I really want to do sectionals, but... Where do you put it? Because we only have the band room, the instrument room, and the messy closet. Like, where do you guys go? And they're like, we just go there. We make room. And I'm like, oh, okay, who leads them? And he's like, students. I'm like, okay, who's comfortable doing it? And he told me. I said, all right, we'll do that. So we've been we've been doing sectionals every so often. And, like, ways that they learn, I remember. And so I just put that into future use. And what are you most proud of? I'm proud of me just being me and just, you know, bonding with the students and getting that relationship started immediately so that they can trust me and my ways of doing, especially being some of these kids' third band director. Um, it's kind of hard to get that going, but they they have responded very well. That's good. What is a funny memory from this year that we'll say with you? From this year? It's been a lot, um, but I'll just say, like, we... We make jokes a lot. And so there's a lot of times I have a quote board actually in my middle school band room. And so pretty much any time that something funny happens or sounds like it's like a you had to be there moment, I put it down. And so I have a lot. And so I'll just look at the quote board and like sometimes just like remember some things that don't really like didn't really have anything to do with band. But it was just like a good it was one of those good breaks. And so. It, it's it's needed to have, especially when times are crazy. Thank you for coming. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Thundercast. Please tune in for our next episode very soon. If you have any suggestions or comments, please email us at thundercast.egrain.k12.in.us. Subscribe to hear every episode of Thundercast at iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. All content in this podcast is property of Eastern Green School Corporation and may not be used without express written permission. All rights reserved. 